0: Jess, welcome back from San Francisco. How was your hipster trip?
1: My hipster trip.
0: Was it not a hipster trip?
1: Hmm, no. It was more, uh, let's do as much as we can in
0: 36 hours. So you were gone for a total of two days? What's the, one and a half days? Is that 36 hours?
1: We started our drive at 4 a.m. and then we came back the next day at midnight.
0: I see. So, T- tell me about your trip. What happened?
1: It was good. We, we saw a lot of things. We had an itinerary hour by hour on what we were going to do. We wanted to do everything. Who were you with? I was with Kirsty, who was sick. Poor girl. Hannah Lee, your sister. Tiff Inderon and Tiff Lou.
0: I want to play by play.
1: We left at 4 a.m., and it was crazy because they started eating snacks at 5 a.m. These chips and dips. Just kidding, chips. So our first our first stop was bowl, acai bowl. And then there was this man coming towards us. And we almost got in a fight.
0: Like you almost punched him in the face? No. <laughs> Just tell me the story.
1: Okay, so this... So we're getting a at this food truck and this homeless man went up to the truck after we got our food and he grabbed the spoon tray and threw it in front of us at the floor and it just spilled. It was sad because it was like organic, eco-friendly wood spoons. And then he grabbed the forks, which are also eco-friendly, and he threw it above our heads. And we just stood in silence. I had my camera, but I didn't, I didn't video it because I was too scared that I would get knocked out.
0: Did you fear for your life at that moment? Were you like, this man might hurt me?
1: That's correct. I, I feared that I would get hurt. And then the security guy called him out. And they started talking to each other and like yelling at each other in the face. And then this other civilian came and they started throwing punches and then everyone was yelling and <laughs> just watching.
0: They were actually fighting with fists.
1: Yeah, I think I think the the guy who was making a scene, he first threw a punch and then I saw him hit that man in the face. Not the security guy, the other guy. And then they just started fighting and and, and running away and then something happened
0: and he just left. Oh, I'm glad that you're okay.
1: Thank you, me too. That was a very
0: eventful eight AM acai bowl that's too much going on at 8 a.m and that's too much going on while you're eating an acai bowl
1: it was a good start though it was a good story
0: um you went to this wall area what's it called
1: the wall crawl
0: wall crawl what is a wall crawl
1: wall crawl is creative walls that have been painted purposefully i'm presuming um by maybe locals just on walls. We went to a specific alleyway and it was just walls full of art. Like they have their own sections. Um, At first I was like, all right, we're here. And then I saw like four pieces of wall that were designed and painted on and I was kind of disappointed. And then all my other friends were excited for us. And then this random guy was like, it's the alley right after this one. I got embarrassed.
0: How come you didn't post any pictures of yourself doing this wall crawl?
1: Um, I was in the moment. We had, we had a schedule, and I, I didn't, I don't know, I don't know why I didn't. My, my, per- my purpose of this trip was to go to the color factory, so and- I knew I wanted to Instagram a picture from that, but I don't know, it didn't cross my mind to Instagram us at the wall crawl. It was so
0: the Instagram picture that you took at the Color Factory was of somebody's feet in a in a pit of yellow balls.
1: Yeah, can you guess who it was?
0: I think it was Tiff Lou.
1: That's correct. It was so much fun. It was an experience. I mean, it's not something you would really do twice. It's just that moment when you're there and you're with your, and you're with good company who like enjoys life and living life. It was fun. Every room had its own story and was curated by a specific artist. I think a lot of them also were probably, they had to probably choose one color because it wasn't like filled with color in every single room. Like for one of them, we went to, it had balloons from Geronimo and it was sponsored by the Alaskan Airlines. And that room was just full of balloons. And then the one that you saw on my Instagram with the yellow pit balls, it was a really big ball pin.
0: How many hours did you spend at this place?
1: We spent two hours there. They said it normally takes one hour to do everything, but we took our time. When They, they told us, once you go to a room, you cannot go back to the previous room. So we took that comment very seriously.
0: So do you think that without Instagram, without social media, would the place still be fun? Yes.
1: It's not all about Instagram. I thought it's not it, all about showing other people what we do.
0: I thought it was all about Instagram, taking pictures of yourself to show that you were at that place and to have some type of creative thing on your feed.
1: I mean, I guess, yeah, that's part of it, but that's not why I'm there. You think, you think that's why I went?
0: I don't know. That's is, a
1: bold statement right there.
0: Is it basic to go to the color factory and to post a picture at the <laughs> color factory?
1: No, I was legitimately excited to go and I really wanted to go to Color Factory that I gathered my friends and we all took an SF trip from LA.
0: Here's the thing. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that there's this disdain, this uncoolness.
1: No, I get it. If we were 16 or if we were the head social media people of like a big company like some artistic company then yeah it's all about instagramming those moments but this is like pure fun
0: yeah i guess what i'm trying to say is that like even if something might be a basic picture Mm. i think you should still do it if you want to do it like that shouldn't stop you from putting it on your feed like a picture in front of the castle at disneyland yeah it might be basic but you should still do it if you want to do it I might do it.
1: This is a big conversation we're having.
0: Is it too early?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of weird because I don't really want to talk about why Instagram is a thing. It's just uncool to talk about Instagram like this. Just do whatever you want to do. That's what I'm doing.
0: You know who does not use Instagram? Ed and Al. Our friends Ed and Al do not use Instagram. And I failed to take a picture. Of them, with us, at the piano concert that we went to.
1: Therefore, it may not have happened because you have no proof.
0: No, I wrote about this before. Even though you didn't Instagram it, it still happened. I know it happened. You know it happened. Ed and Al know it happened. God knows it happened. It happened.
1: Not even just Instagram, just any photo.
0: How did you like that piano concert?
1: We watched a classical,
0: was it classical? Grace Chung, classical pianist.
1: We went to this free concert, which was free. They asked for donations, but yeah. But it was free. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I didn't really know what classical music really is. So sitting there for an hour, just listening to her playing piano, it was nice. I did not fall asleep, surprisingly. Surprisingly.
0: You know, I think that it takes extreme effort and concentration for the pianist because she's performing the piece she's playing the piece she has it memorized she's thinking it through putting all her emotions into it but it also takes effort and concentration for the audience because you have to sit there listen follow Mm -hmm. along and watch and go on this musical journey with her that's
1: true That's true. And it's not accompanied by like a video or like a movie, you know? Right. It's just purely her. It's to really enjoy and reflect on that music.
0: And it's not like a rock show where there's lights, where you're like clapping and singing along.
1: No, we were like a church NPR, like a small NPR.
0: But you enjoyed it.
1: I enjoyed it. Will I call it a date night? No, not because... We went with other people, but even if it was just us two, I wouldn't call it a date night.
0: I think it was a successful date night.
1: Thanks for taking me on a date night.
0: You took me to Mickey's Halloween party recently.
1: I did. That. That is a
0: date night. I enjoyed that. We went to Disneyland. Disneyland puts on this Halloween event on select nights in September and October, and It's a Halloween party. You can go around and go trick-or-treating. You can go to these candy stations that they place around the park, and you get a lot of candy. They also have different characters out, different villains. We saw this parade that highlighted different Disney villains, and you get to see a lot of people show up, and they come dressed in Halloween costumes.
1: Yeah, that that was that was fun. Just seeing other people dress up, and knowing that the parade was exclusive for the event made it special.
0: We did this thing called Disney bounding. Disney bounding is when you dress up, not as a character, but you dress up with the colors of the character that you're trying to represent.
1: Yes. So. I asked you what you wanted to dress up as. I wanted to be fun. I wanted to be fun and clever. But in the end, we just decided to do Disney bounding and go with simple and... Classic. Classic. So who are we?
0: We went as Donald and Daisy Duck.
1: I'm happy with your Donald Duck costume.
0: I'm happy with it too.
1: We had to buy you white
0: pants. I now have white pants.
1: And where are they from?
0: Forever 21. That's correct.
1: Women's skinny jeans.
0: I think I'll wear them with a white t-shirt.
1: You know, I used to wear white pants, and at that time, I thought it was like too much for me.
0: I never wore white pants with you.
1: We weren't dating yet. What? Not too much for me. It was just too much. I think in that time. But now that we're married, and like I've seen you in white pants, I'm thinking, yeah, you look,
0: you can pull it off. So you're telling me that my style was more evolved than what you could have handled at the time.
1: Yeah, because at that time I was also younger, so my mind was different. Like
0: you weren't open to white pants. I was
1: not. You open were narrow minded. Hmm. Okay. Oh, you know why? Because you wore white pants. Okay. Because we did go to Disneyland one time before we started dating. I think you wore white pants and this old school blue collar jersey shirt. It just didn't look good together.
0: So you judged me based on the clothes that I wore.
1: Anyway, let's go back to Disney bounding. Um, I thought Daisy was fun to play or fun to dress up as, but she's just really girly, you know? And that was, I didn't have, like, I didn't feel super comfortable, but knowing that it was like a one-night thing and it was like a Halloween event, it was fun.
0: You bought a shirt to be Daisy Duck.
1: I did.
0: You bought yourself a pink shirt.
1: shirt. I will wear it again, though.
0: I think we did well at our Disney bounding. I'm actually pretty proud of our Disney bounding.
1: Someone thought I was that cat.
0: From the Aristocats. What's her name? I forget her name.
1: Yeah, but I could see that.
0: Yeah, it's a similar look.
1: Yeah, it's clever that she thought I, I was her.
0: I would give our date night to Disneyland an A, and I would give our Disney bounding an A.
1: And we went to Blue Bayou, so we can get reserved seating for the parade. But then... The best part is at the end, they gave us these colored lanyards that lit up, and they gave us two big bags of candy.
0: So not only did we get candy from the trick-or-treat lines, but we got candy from the restaurant.
1: There's so much candy.
0: It's a lot of candy. We
1: have a, those Costco white bag full of candy.
0: It's a lot of candy. October is a fun month for us. Not only is it Halloween, but it's also Pastor's Appreciation Month at church.
1: But also, for Halloween, we don't really do anything for Halloween. We, we It don't. just happens to ha- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You make it sound like we do something for Halloween.
0: What? October? Yeah. No, it's not necessarily that you have to do something. It's just kind of there. It's a holiday that's there. I agree. We don't do anything for 4th of July, but it's still exciting because the holiday is there.
1: Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. It's just the way that you first said it. It sounded like... You want to talk about Pastor's Appreciation Month?
0: Not really. There's nothing to say about it.
1: Except we appreciate our pastors. So I noticed on Sunday you tried to do something different when you were leading music for the English service. Towards the end of one of the songs, I think you said, Clap With Me, Church. And then you started clapping above your head. And then you, fill up and the other guitarists who or anyone else who didn't have to play at that time started clapping.
0: <laughs> did it look silly?
1: It looks silly. Why did why did you choose to clap though?
0: Okay, so there there's some more backstory to this. I don't want to bore you, but basically I'm trying to improve my music leading by leading the congregation in clapping and also helping them to feel more free to raise their hands if they want to.
1: I'm fine with the clapping.
0: In order to lead the congregation in clapping, I want to say, let's clap our hands. And then we all demonstrate clapping our hands and the congregation can join us.
1: I think the timing was right because you didn't have people clap in the beginning of the song. Because when people clap in the beginning of the song, people lose the momentum. But you clap towards the end where everyone still clapped until the end of the song because they didn't have to clap for a really long time so i thought that was really good thanks it was very it was very well done but you know at the end you told everyone to clap together like as a as a praise right as like a to god
0: i didn't tell them to do it though you
1: you did with your hands i
0: i was just clapping like to, how i would at the end of a song
1: but you did it sarcastically in my eyes what do you mean sarcastically i i can't i wish i can can show you right now but no one else can see (laughs)
0: explain explain to me what you mean by sarcastically clapping so you
1: hunched over and then you extended your hands out and you started clapping while your head was down and you gave this impression with your face as if you're saying okay let's clap now is that wrong I think I think it's okay to lead the congregation to clap their hands at the end, like applauding, clapping, but I think the way you did it, to me, I know that's how you are, but at the same time, it could seem a little bit sarcastic and I think I think you can you can work on that.
0: So, what do you think is worse? Doing that and attempting to have the congregation clap at the end? Or just not doing that and risking awkward silence after no, the end of a song? No, you
1: should, you should have them clap at the end, but just be cool. You be just cool. have to be cool. Just stand there and just, like, clap. You don't have to, like, nod your head or, like, or like kind of affirm everyone, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just mean, gotta clap. You just gotta clap. So You exaggerate you, your emotions a lot. I, I notice that,
0: too. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I exaggerate my emotions?
1: You you exaggerate your your hand expressions
0: on stage.
1: I think you know what? I think in clapping in general. Cuz when people do something, you would clap super loud and you would look at me as if it was very sarcastic <laughs> like sarcastically. Are <laughs> you trying to make a scene about yourself? It's not about you. It's
0: not about me.
1: We'll, we'll work on that after this.
0: Here's a question. I told my music team that when we sing in Christ alone, I might raise my hands. Now, I know that your outside actions shouldn't just be forced, you know? Like, you, you want your actions to stem from your heart. But when I tell my music team, hey, I might raise my hands, is that like telling them basically, hey, I'm planning to raise my hands, guys? And is that wrong? To plan to raise mm. your hands during a song.
1: That's a tough one. But I agree, it is a heart thing. I believe you when you do things because I know it's from the heart, but I think just outwardly. It just doesn't seem. But to I, I don't have an answer to your question.
0: I might, I might have to ask, ask, ask people about that.
1: Yeah, ask that. <laughs> it's hard to say. I, I, I think people would say it's fine, but I don't know why. It's fine, I think maybe because you're the leader and you're leading.
0: There's a lot of questions that I need answered. You did a FAQ about Snow Society recently on your blog. Do you want to talk about that on this podcast? I mean, there there are restaurant questions and they're very detailed.
1: I'm glad you think they're detailed. I don't think they're too detailed.
0: I mean, I think they give a good picture of what it's like to run Snow Society.
1: Oh, thanks. I'm looking forward to posting more about Snow Society. I wanna blog about it to just kind of have a, a record and a an archive for ourselves.
0: I think that when Snow Society is done, we'll have a lot more stories to share.
1: That is so true. I am so ready to share all our,
0: of our stories. There's a new boba and fried chicken place that I really like. It's in the 168 market. And I guess this continues our boba tour.
1: That's true. Do you, do you know the name of this place?
0: I don't know. I, I think it's called Barbecue Chicken.
1: I think it is too.
0: It's just called Barbecue Chicken.
1: And let me say that chicken is so good. It's so simple.
0: It's super simple. Like
1: that, you can't specify if you want it spicy or not or like crispy or not. You just, you just, do you want wings? Do you want the thigh? Do you want the breast? And that's it.
0: I wonder if it's just like any typical Ralph's or Vaughn's chicken. No. But it's just like they, they just make it seem as if like, oh, yeah, this, is, this okay. is different.
1: That's definitely not because every time we're there, I see this guy in the back. Like, You
0: think he's frying the chicken?
1: He's not frying it yet. He is dipping the chicken in the batter.
0: If you saw, wait. Oh, oh okay. For some reason, I had this image of a live chicken <laughs> being put into a batter.
1: No, that's how they do it.
0: No, the chicken's not live. And he put him into the yeah, I know. That's gross. If you saw like live chickens and you saw him butcher oh, the chicken. that's so sad. Would you still want to eat it?
1: No. No, no. Okay, let's talk about this boba. <laughs> so I tried one of the green teas with boba and I enjoyed it. But you, you love, what was that drink?
0: It's just their normal milk tea with boba. And it's funny because it's like mini boba. <laughs>
1: It's true, you know, but I'm (laughs) starting to enjoy it. They don't call
0: it mini boba, they just say boba.
1: I still have yet to try this boba milk tea, the Ryder. It's good.
0: Wait, no, you've had, oh no, you haven't.
1: It's because I've been sick, so I haven't tried anything. I haven't had any boba since I was sick. I just had no craving.
0: Well, when's the next time you're going to have boba?
1: Well, I I, I got better today, so tomorrow. Although I did get boba today. You went to? Do you want to say it? Do you wanna tell everyone? You
0: went to the boba shop that will not be named.
1: The first sip I enjoyed it. We're not gonna talk okay. about this shop. <laughs> Aaron's bitter. It's okay, I get bitter about a lot of things. But I can't I I can't share that yet. It's too much. <laughs>